Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hello, welcome. Um, this is the Faithlift Sisters and minus one. Um, Suzanne had something that came up today, so it's only going to be Terry, Angie, and Rosemary today. We are in the process of creation, and so just catching us up on the last ones, God has been creating an amazing, amazing place for us to reside and environment. He's showing us his character, who he is, his care, his intention. He has put in the plants. The plants are, are there, the sun, the moon, the stars, the water, the earth, the land, the plants, and now we need animals. So, Living beings. Yes. Ooh. Here we go. So, Terry, I'm going to have you read the uh, Genesis 1, 20 to 25. Okie dokie. And God said, let the water team with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said... Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Yeah, so there were quite a few words, but one that just kept repeating in there was kinds. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, by the way people studying. If you're just looking at scripture itself, sometimes start noticing the words that repeat and repeat mm-hmm. and show up over and over again, and kind of see if there's a pattern with that. So, but and by the way, we saw the word kinds back when we were talking about plants. The seed bearing trees uh, reproduced according to their kinds. Mm-hmm. So kind is important to God. Yep. It's kind of like we talked about last time was. Um, each each one was um, created with its kind. So we talked last time about how you can't get an apple off of an orange tree. And um, you may be able to have different um, coloration changes and um, things like that within a kind for dogs, for instance. Mm-hmm. How many different breeds of dogs are there? Just, you know thousands I imagine and even within just say um, just take a poodle you know some of them are teacups some of them are standards and that's a huge variation some of them are uh, brown you know some are white we had a party colored one and he was gray and white and um, but no matter how you might breed those things together 
they are still one kind. They are still only dogs. Uh, one, you know, you, you can't change a dog into a cat. Right. And that's, I think you're really talking about the difference between the microevolution and macroevolution, mm-hmm. right? You can change the breeds. That's an artificial way of um, creating artificial selection, I guess. We only want the dogs, like, what is that, the Labradoodle or something like that, that mm-hmm. have these features. Um, I can't remember dog names all of a sudden, but you can, within a species, within a kind. Right. You can have um, variety. You can have yeah. variety, yeah. And God actually, I'm sure, created that variety or that potential for creation, I mean, that is his thing. I want to clarify something. It's like when I keep saying that God has this pattern of creation, um, it's, it, it, it's creating, we are creating from things that are already existing. When he finished creating the earth, that was in six days, and it was from, from nothing. Like from he nothing. was creating from nothing. Yeah. So I guess there's like two different types of creation that way too. And so I keep saying, yeah, but we follow the pattern of creation. And I think this is part of being good stewards of the earth, you know, doing yes. what we're supposed to do. So, so anyway, back to the macro, the micro. Macro says you can create dogs from cats, et cetera, and all that. And um, that's, that's a different mm-hmm. philosophy. Um, a different way of thinking about this. So we had some great extracurricular reading. Yes. <laughs> and if anybody, I would encourage everybody to um, download the paperwork, the lessons from the website, and then go look at all that extracurricular stuff, all the YouTube videos on Genesis, yes. yeah. um, the creation project, the, the Ken Ham started the ARC project down in Kentucky. There's some incredible scientific mm-hmm. um, videos that, I mean, you could really get off on a rabbit trail, but it was pretty fascinating. I'm sure you both agree with mm-hmm. that. Oh my yeah. gosh. Just I... how intricate everything is and how tied together and how one thing has to happen so that the next thing can happen so that the next thing can happen. Mm-hmm. And it can't take a time, a long time progression. It all kind of has to happen at the same time so that it can all function as a unit. Mm-hmm. Pretty incredible, um, miraculous mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, those videos were just f- for me. I just kept watching one after yeah. another because it's just so fascinating. And and they, you know, some things I really don't like understand in depth, like all about the DNA and genomes and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't really, I don't have a scientific mind. I didn't learn about that. But what I did learn is just is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the way one single cell works is it, it's a long story if I tried to describe what I learned. But in how many? Well, we have billions of cells, mm-hmm. and each cell works individually and as a whole. Yeah. To keep everything moving along according to you know the pattern and the plan. And it is just fascinating and amazing. I, there, in my mind, and I truly believe with all my heart and my mind, this could not have happened by happenstance. It's very intricate. It is very deeply designed, and it's intelligent design. So we need an intelligent designer. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Absolutely. 
I agree uh, as well. Yeah. I was, so I was a um, biologist major in college. Ooh. I kept killing all the white mice and my professor goes, this may not be your best field. <laughs> and, stuff. and I looked at her, I said, look, all my labs are at like five, six o'clock. If you wouldn't torture them all the day until I get there, they'd probably make it or something like that. But anyway, I decided to switch out of that one, but it, it just, one of the things, and you guys probably had to learn this in high school, the kingdom was it King Philip. What is it? King Philip came came uh king philip came from spain or something like that and so the, the remember the uh, kingdom phylum yeah the, um, the yeah kingdom phylum class um i don't remember completely <laughs> so, I yeah, either, but i know I what you're that. talking about yeah, yeah we all had to learn that whole thing like kingdom phylum you know king philip came over from spain i think and saying so you could put class order species i know is the last one like a pyramid right the different yeah animal. yeah Yes. And so we would all fit, everyone fits in the kingdom, right? But then it starts dividing intentionally, intentionally. And we have noticed that pattern as scientists, as people who have been scientists have noticed there is a difference between animals and there's a difference between um, humans. And there's a difference, you know, that's just the basic stuff that we're seeing, but they've also been able to identify how trees are similar. You have your deciduous trees, your maple trees that, um, shed their leaves and stuff like that. And then the evergreens that stay, right? Mm -hmm. So they, they just are able to notice those different kinds mm -hmm. are those different species. I'm sorry, different kinds within a species, but then they all are part of this kingdom, making up this kingdom. And so Terry, when you were talking, it was like, yeah, it's intentional. Mm -hmm. God didn't give us this earth that's bland and boring with nothing going on. Mm -hmm. It was like explore. He created us to explore, to learn new things, to be excited about things. And um, personally, I'm very happy about that, that that's a real important <laughs> thing. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. You know? yeah. one, during this study, the one thing that's really grabbed me, and I and I suppose I knew it, but it, you know how some things you just sort of have a, an awakening about was that God really did make the earth for us. Yes. I mean, we weren't an afterthought. We're the last part of his creation. We're the, the finale, if you want to say it that way. But the whole thing was put together for us from the very beginning. It was his intention to create an environment for us. And I've really been meditating on that and, and what that means um, to us, that he, he set this world up, he organized it, he created it to sustain and nurture us so that we could have a relationship with him. With him, yeah. It's ultimately to know him. Yeah. To know him. All I just, these things, yeah. I just love that. And those scriptures that talk about how, um, you know, God has revealed himself through mm -hmm. his creation. Mm -hmm. So we're not, there's, there's no excuse. You can look at his creation and you can see who he is. You can see his characteristics. Um, and I was out for my walk this morning. And, you know, there's a lot of beautiful landscaping in the area where I live. People are pretty good about spending their money on that. But the, the variety and the color and the shape and the kinds and then the varieties of those kinds, it's just amazing and incredible to me how beautiful this earth is. Mm -hmm. um, and what does that say? You know, Terry, you were talking about that the other day, I think. Um, even the color scheme mm -hmm. is pleasing and calming to us. Um, I just think it's pretty awesome that God would. It's like when you have a little kid and you decorate their room like an aquarium or like a Cinderella's castle or, 
you know, he created this for us to make us happy and to make us comfortable. Um, Yeah. And I think of his excitement. Mm -hmm. Like I know when we bought my granddaughter, when she got her Cinderella bed, um, we were so excited. They painted the room purple. The bed is purple. It looks like Cinderella's (laughs) coach. Um, So how excited must God have been to -hmm. make this world for us? Uh, It just opened up a whole new way of thinking about that for me. So I was also thinking about that, and I thought he could have created us to calm down with the color red. He could have created us to calm down. No, really, he could have used any color, right? But what we have discovered is that we calm down when we see the blue and the green, and it's Mm -hmm. all around us. Mm -hmm. And the the part that was really interesting to me is he's he created even our environment for relationship. So we would have the relationship of calm with that, or we would even like, um, was it with bugs with yellow and black? You need to pay attention because they'll generally be carrying something poisonous or something bad. It's mm-hmm. like using all that color for that, but it's mm-hmm. relationship, it's information, it's ways for us to get to know our environment and through that, get to know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've kind of, yeah, it's easy to mess that up and get into our own thing. And, and trying to take God out. But it just feels so confusing to me to stick to the evolution plan because it doesn't make sense Yeah, to me with that. Well, so as we're talking today about um, let the water team with living creatures mm-hmm. and we just start thinking about the things that are in, you know, okay, I'm just going to focus mostly on oceans because of the saltwater life that's in oceans that is so totally amazing and beautiful and um you know, you just think about all those beautiful fish and then coral and, and starfish and, and all that kind of stuff. And then watching programs about the, um, oh, now I'm going to forget the name of that fish. Whatever that fish is that has a big light over its head, a a light bump. The tricky fish. Um, Yeah. Tricky fish. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So it has this light over its head and these nasty teeth. I mean, it looks like some prehistoric monster. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it turns that little light and it wiggles it to attract. And there, that one is deep, deep, deep down in the ocean Mm -hmm. and it attracts a fish. And then that, when that fish comes along to check out that light, he eats it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that it is the female that is big and ugly and nasty, and the male embeds in her uh, in her side, and he's little. Yeah, and he goes along for the ride, you know, wherever <laughs> he goes. He's right. But isn't that weird? But isn't it fascinating mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God would create something like that? Yeah, so variation. And that's just, what were you talking about, Rosemary, off um, maybe yesterday when I was talking to you or whatever, about a fish that would explode? You were the one telling me, Terry, if it's down no. in the ocean. The puffer fish. The puffer fish? Yeah. No. That does it, that does it when I think it's afraid. It goes, it, it pops up. It pops up. It looks bigger. But some, some fish, too, there's a grouper, deep water fish. If you bring them to the surface, when you bring them to the surface, they fill up with air and mm. they can explode, too. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah. 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 So when we were, we went fishing a couple years ago in Florida, um, 
I love to fish. You know, my dad was a big fisherman. And so I grew up with that. Um, but this, I had never seen the people that we were out fishing with. We got this great big gladiator grouper is what it's called. And it was huge. It must've weighed, I don't know, 300 pounds. I mean, it was ginormous, but they had to take a knife and poke it to let the air out so that it didn't explode because they are endangered. And so of course we let it, you know, we took it off the hook and we let it back up, go back into the water. But um, that was kind of an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, wow. It's it all kinds of fish. crazy things. Yeah. First off, a 300-pound fish like that, having to deal with that. It was a big fish. That's huge. Yeah. Oh. So today, the things that Maybe were... 200 pounds. <laughs> but you know still what? big. Like a it person. all feels pretty big to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not the kind that I fish, that I catch when I fish. <laughs> it's because my hand, I don't know. <laughs> but um so this these patterns are created and this day this is the thing that got created animals and so what did he do you guys remember like what he imbued animals with um like the plants and the and the plants and um the vegetation around the earth but then animals had this consciousness added to them right mm-hmm. so i'm not sure that we see that necessarily in the fish and birds i think we do with fish and birds but yeah. I mean, they're, they're, um, I think a lot, I was thinking about, um, being in Florida and having, um, we saw one morning offshore, just offshore, this huge, uh, school of, um, dolphin. Nope. Nope. Fish. Darn it. I had Students. It in, I don't know. Students. These little, fi- littler fish and I'll, oh, mullets. Mullet. Okay. Yeah, and then surrounding them and corralling them were some bigger fish that I can't think of the name of right now either. But they, I mean, think of that. They knew that they what to do to corral those little fish mm-hmm. so that they could eat them. Mm-hmm. And those little mullets, which really aren't that little, they're pretty. What are they like? Ten or twelve inches? Jumping yeah, up out of the water, trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, wow, what just yeah. to see that happen was like, God put that there too. And it's just incredible. Sorry, I got off track a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they don't have a huge brain, but they've got a brain. Yeah. And it functions mm-hmm. for basic, has basic brain function. Right. Yeah. So that's what God created pretty much on this day. Um, and in so much variety and so much, it's so interesting. Um, and it reflects him. It reflects his diversity, his genius, his creativity. Every time you look at something like that, even just like what you're saying, Terry, the, how did the one fish know to corral the others? Or it's like, you know, I, I I keep I constantly keep thinking, and this was, came up last week. Like, what did the first chicken think when the first egg came? I'm like, whoa, how'd that happen? You know, and then what do you do with it? Like, did they know to sit on them, or was the things? And these are things that are put in by God. Mm-hmm. If, let's say the chicken abandons it or packs it. Well, then how do you get more chickens? Right? How does all this stuff happen? And um, how do you know to sit on the egg? How do you know to school those fish and pull them together? And God made them with the knowledge. Right. Yeah. He implanted whatever knowledge needed to be there for them to survive. 
Mm-hmm. He gave them the tools that they needed to, to be fruitful and multiply. And multiply. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, okay. Um, we're going to wrap it up today. And wh- who would like to pray? I'll pray for us. Okay. Father, thank you for this time together. Um, Lord, we love you, and we love your word, and we love that we can come together and um, talk about your word and just marvel at who you are and what you do and what you've created. Lord, there is no one like you. You are a marvelous and wonderful God. Mm. And Father, we thank you that you did make this earth for us, that you made an environment for us, a habitat Um, And you made it lovingly and carefully and beautifully. Um, You didn't just throw it together and throw us in it. You planned it all out and made it perfect for us. Um, And you looked at it and you said it was good. So, Father, thank you for the time that we've had today to um, just worship you. Because, Father, as we're marveling over your creation, that's what we're doing. We are worshiping you, recognizing that you've done something that, no one else could do. You created everything from nothing. And so, Lord, we just want you to know how much we love you and how in awe of you we are, that we recognize that there is no God but you. And we thank you for this, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.